Our podcast discusses all of the myths and mysteries of the funeral business. We also talk about living life and doing the best you can for as long as you can. It's all about the now. Some people say the two absolutes in life are death and taxes. No, no, you can reach a point where you don't pay taxes, but you don't reach a point where you don't get that one death. It's called death perception. You are who you were. The old you is still in you. Where are you? It doesn't matter how you got here. You're here now. There's no going back. Now what? In the words of the legendary baseball player Satchel Paige, this was the cover title of his book. Don't look back. Something might be gaining. Comedian George Burns was asked for his philosophy for living a long life. He had a great line. He said, if you wake up in the morning, get out of bed. When you get out of bed, your assignment is to do your homework. That is unless you want to spend thousands more on a funeral. Are you an expert on what you don't know? When planning funeral arrangements, always check the funeral service price list and always ask questions. The old-time traditional funeral is going, going, gone. Why wouldn't you shop around for a customized funeral service? When funeral directors purchase items for their business, they shop around. They get second and third opinions. They look for the best deal and the best service. I certainly do that. Do you do that as well? Why then are you as a person doing business with someone in the funeral business any different? They are in business for them. You are in business for you. These are some many personalized funeral service options you can choose. Simplicity cremation, celebration of life, memorial services, international shipping, domestic shipping, traditional funeral services, veterans funeral services, church services followed by a cremation or burial, direct burial services at a cemetery, and any customized funeral service. As for personalized funeral arrangements and as part of a celebration of life, there are four things you can do on your own. You don't need anyone in the funeral business. You can have a memorial service anywhere, any place. No restrictions or not have one. No legal requirement to put a notice in the newspaper. Write the obituary and call it in yourself. You can choose to scatter cremated remains. And if you are going to have a cemetery burial, they will want the certificate of cremation. You will have to pay them for their cemetery fee and they will have you sign a permission to bury in the grave. Some people talk about donating their body to medical science. In principle, that is a doable donation. However, at the time of death, several things apply before you get to go to the medical science facility. There has to be room at the inn. They have to have a place and a space for you. You can't be under a certain weight, and you can't be over a certain weight. The cause of death also has to be acceptable to the medical science donor facility. So it is not exactly a sure thing. You make the offer, and they get to choose. You, in effect, possibly signed up for a maybe. If they do take you, you can agree to have your remains after about a year cremated by them and also disposed of them by them. In that instance, they will pay for your disposition. Your family can also opt as part of your sign-up plan to have your remains back after a year, and then your family plans a plan as to what should be done with you, either a cremation, burial, or some sort of funeral service for which your family will be responsible. Just now know for certain that they don't just automatically take everyone who signs up to donate their body to medical science. You, in point of fact, should have a backup plan, just in case they don't take you at your time of need, just in case there is no room at the inn. When someone dies in a hospital and they ask, can we do an autopsy, it is clearly the family's choice. Major hospitals, in effect, are asking the family of everyone who dies in a hospital. 
The goal of those asking is to do autopsies, especially if they're a teaching hospital. The autopsy truly has nothing to do with the cause of death that appears on the death certificate. If the person went into the emergency room of the hospital due to a suspicious reason and later died, the medical examiner would be notified, and they would decide if it is in fact a medical legal case. They would then take the person after death to their medical examiner facility to do a detailed investigation. They could decide if they were going to perform an autopsy. If they do, your next of kin is entitled to their autopsy report. So the optional choice of authorizing an autopsy at the hospital is up to your next of kin. It is their choice. It is solely their decision. If they do decide to allow them to perform an autopsy, they should ask the hospital representative what type of autopsy are they going to do. They can, if they wish, set the autopsy guidelines and restrictions. Your next of kin can also ask if they are going to get a copy of the autopsy report. Otherwise, why would they authorize the autopsy to be done? Then there is the matter of being an organ donor. You are deciding to donate because you wish to be helpful. In all of these instances, whether you donate your body to medical science, authorize the hospital to do an autopsy, or be an organ donor, know that you are doing it as your good deed. Know what you are choosing to do, what you agree to, why you are doing it, and what happens after you say yes. That is why they put the picture on the top of the puzzle box. It's so we are not all trying to complete the puzzle without the cover photo. Without seeing the puzzle picture, you have no idea how to complete the puzzle. We all need to be looking at the same picture on the puzzle box cover. Am I thinking mountain scene while you are thinking of an ocean view? What are you thinking? Where are you going? What is your puzzle picture? Don't spend your day planning your funeral. Do something different each day, no matter what. It doesn't have to be that much to start, but it has to be a new beginning. Make every day Lent. Give up something, then add something. Stimulate yourself by doing something new and outside of your routine normal. It will be highly invigorating. You are here now. Now what? Where do you go from here? I asked an older woman I knew, how is your social life? She said, oh, it's great. I wake up in the morning with Charlie Horse. I spend the afternoon with arthritis. And I go to bed at night with Ben Gay. Point being is that everyone deals with a different something differently. It is also very fascinating reading obituaries about a person's life. I witnessed one person giving an obituary about his father at a funeral service. He said, my father gave me three pieces of advice. One, never turn down anything that is free. Two, never give your right name. Three, always answer the door with your hat and coat on. Whoever it is, you are going out. Many newspapers refer to obituaries as legacy. It's what a person did in their lifetime, and it's what the person who is writing it decides how to portray the person's life. Maybe, as some people have done, Write your own obituary. What would you say about you? People have done it, and it is very interesting. One woman actually put her own obituary on a card with her picture on it and had it passed out at her memorial service. Here's one big cost-saving option for placing an obituary. Instead of placing it in a newspaper, put it on your Facebook and the Facebook of all family members and friends. Also put any service you may be having on Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. As a result, there is no cost for the obituary notice. If you are having a celebration of life, say at a restaurant after the service, don't pick and choose who you invite back like what happened at a cemetery chapel. There were about 75 people in attendance. I asked the son after the clergy had completed prayers, would you like me to invite everyone back to the reception? And he said, no, I will do it. He started choosing and naming people out of the group to invite back. How is that for customizing a funeral service? Mary, I would like to invite you back. Bob, you too. 
Oh, yes, and you too, Jim. Highly awkward, but true. Talk about upstaging the deceased at the deceased funeral. You never know what people are going to do when someone is being funeralized. Everywhere we turn, we make choices and decisions. It happens to us all day long. However, your life is essentially over when no one asks you, what do you think? It's so important to keep on keeping on. I am in line at the market and I have five items in my cart. There is no available express lane and the scanning lanes are not open. The woman in front of me had 30 plus items in her cart. She turns to me and says, would you like to go in front of me? As I slowly start to speak, she said to me, it's a one-time offer, yes or no? And with that, I immediately said, yes. Always give a yes or no answer. Forget about maybes. If it's a maybe, it's an absolute no. Everyone, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this Death Perception podcast, if you could do me a favor and share it with a friend, please subscribe to receive information on our newly released Death Perception podcast. As my mother always said, life is a present. It's a special gift. Choose wisely and wrap it well. I'm Joe Casper.